Once more into the breach. Off we go. Week 18 for the Indianapolis Colts. They take on the Houston Texans. Arguably the two worst teams right now in the National Football League. Arguably the two worst franchises in the National Football League. I don't like saying it, but it's impossible to ignore. We're going to talk about both the present and the future of the Colts. We're going to talk about Ball State basketball. They got a big win last night. They're sixth straight. That game at Toledo, thanks to the people at CBS Sports Network, we were able to watch that game last night, and it was really cool. It was fun to watch Ball State whoop up on Toledo on the road. Tonight, you got the Pacers. They're taking on the 76ers in Philly. 76ers, one of those teams that project into the top four seeds of the Eastern Conference. The Pacers, not there yet, but they've won four in a row. They're four above 500. With a win tonight, they would guarantee themselves, in fact, they've already guaranteed themselves, a, a, a 500 or better, a better than 500 record uh, at the halfway point of the season. They're 21 and, and 17. So at worst, 41 games into the season, they're going to be 21 and 20, which is a hell of a thing for this team, which was thought to be an also-ran at best in the East. What is their best path forward? That's interesting. Tomorrow night, an FS1 doubleheader of Indiana uh, college basketball with Purdue taking on Ohio State in Columbus at 7 o'clock. And then at 9 o'clock, Indiana plays Iowa at Iowa, this same Iowa team that lost to Eastern Illinois and the great Marty Simmons a couple of weeks ago. Indiana has got to get over on, Indi on, on Iowa. This is Breakfast with Ken. For Wednesday, January 4th, 2023, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. If you can hire for healthcare needs, absolutely the best, you should. And Dr. Mike O'Neill is the best dentist in the world. Give him a call, 317-849-2933. And that's me as a 25-year patient of Dr. Mike O'Neill. I, I speak from experience where it comes to Dr. Mike O'Neill's quality of work. All right, let's talk about the Colts. Let's talk about sports. One o'clock Sunday, this whole thing is going to come to an end. What a season. The weirdest season I've ever seen out of the Indianapolis Colts or really anybody else. By the way, hit the subscribe button for goodness sake. Like this video. Nice of you. And if you want to donate, you can donate. Hit the bell if you want an alert every time we go live. All right. Colts for uh, 11 and 1 right now. They would like to wind up for 12 and 1 because it would mean if they want to trade up to go get the quarterback of their choice, it will cost less. So, right now, the Colts, if they were to draft today, they would be fifth overall. They've got the Rams just behind them. If the Rams lose and the Colts win over the Texans, the Colts will drop to sixth. Uh, the sixth slot in the draft. If the Colts lose, they guarantee themselves no worse than fifth. And if the Broncos and Cardinals win on Sunday, coupled with a Colts loss, the Colts move up to number three. How nice would that be? Yes, it would be nice. So anywhere from three to six is where the Colts are going to draft. And that's really the important part uh, of what goes on Sunday, whether the Colts win or lose. But don't tell them that. They're going to come out and, and at least, 
Jeff Saturday, the defensive line, they're going to try to win. You would think that Sam Ellinger would be motivated to win. The wide receivers, they've kind of balled out a little bit this year. I think Michael Pittman Jr. wants to get to 100 catches, wants to get to 1,000 yards. I think he's going to ball out. He, this offseason, Colts are going to have to decide whether they want to keep him around, whether he wants to stay around. Pittman could sign an extension this offseason. The Colts seem to sign a lot of guys to extensions and, and then believe that somehow that brings them closer to improvement. Really doesn't make a lot of sense in a lot of ways. Changes are going to occur in this organization following the season. Jeff Saturday, can he survive to coach in, in 2023? No, he can't. There's no objective measurement of Jeff Saturday's leadership as the head coach of the Colts that would lead any sane human being to say, you know what, we're pushing our chips in the middle of the table behind Jeff Saturday. It just doesn't make sense. I love Jeff Saturday. Really good dude. Does that mean he's a really good coach? It does not. Would he be better in 2023 with a full run-up? You know, going through uh, the offseason, going through OTAs, going through minicamp, going through uh, the preseason, training camp, yes, he would be better. But does that mean good things? Does that elevate the Colts to a position where they're going to contend for the AFC South? No, it does not. Could that, but you know, Jim Irsay is going to have to make that call. And, and Jim Irsay calls are always really, really interesting. It has been a long time. We talked about it yesterday a little bit. A long time since the Colts have made a splash hire at head coach. It's been 21 years. Tony Dungy, the last guy. Following that, it was Jim Caldwell, which was not a splash hire. That was a, you know, maintain the status quo hire. Then hiring Chuck Pagano, <laughs> not splashy. Then you, you hire Josh McDaniels, which was kind of a little bit splashy, but then it all whoosh, vanished into the ether. And then you wind up with Frank Reich, which was not splashy in any, in any form. Uh, Reich didn't do a bad job, at least initially. He went to the playoffs two of his first three years before things finally cratered in, in 21 and 22 a little bit. As far as free agents that the Colts are going to decide either to extend or not, you've got Yannick Ngakwe, who wasn't a disappointment. He did exactly what the statistics would project he do in 2022. He is a guy every single year of his career between 8 and 12 sacks. That's right where he nested. That's right where he is. He's on IR with that throat injury. Ngakwe, a free agent. Uh, prior... Mm. Goodbye. Uh, Faison, mm. goodbye. Taekwon Lewis, maybe you bring back on a prove-it deal. You know, he's hurt. I like Taekwon Lewis a lot. Uh, Ashton Doolin, you'd kind of like to bring back. Rodney McLeod, you got to make a decision. Uh, ben Banigou, not so much. Uh, Bobby O'Karake, you'd like to bring back. A lot of tackles this year. But like coaches always say, for a guy with a high tackle total... Somebody's got to make those tackles. The thing that I was impressed by with Okereke this past weekend was he had two tackles for loss among his 17 total tackles. 
the 17 tackles. I mean, if you're running up a 17 tackle total, and the majority of those are after somebody gained, you know, six, seven yards, what the hell good are they, right? But tackles for loss, that's a pretty big deal. And EJ Speed, he's also a free agent. The offensive line starters, they're all under contract. Defensive line starters, minus Ngakwe, all under contract. Linebackers, you're going to get Leonard back, and you hope he's back at full speed. If he is, that's a good get. Uh, Taylor coming back, hopefully at full speed. That high ankle has to heal at some point, so you get him back. If you can add a quarterback to this mix, and we're already doing the kind of mind-screwing that puts us in a position where we're disappointed going into Week 18, you see a reason for hope, right? You can sort of mind-screw yourself into believing that there's hope afoot for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, tight ends are back, starting wide receivers back, too. Coach, quarterback, bring back guys, go get an edge. You got a shot. You know, if, if Ryman continues to develop, and why wouldn't he? And those other guys, you got to find somebody who can bring this roster together because they're not together right now. Uh, Sunday, we're going to watch. We're going to root for the Colts to win, as we always do, with an understanding that losing is not the worst thing that ever happened because it puts them in a position to be better next year. And that is what it's all going to be about starting at about 4 o'clock on Sunday. And that's what we'll talk about on the call-in app. We'll, we'll do our call-in post-game, post-season, and, and we'll see what we think about the Colts moving forward as a franchise and as a football roster. All right, Ball State last night. Ball State was wonderful last night. I kind of kept waiting for, for Toledo to assert itself. Toledo's a pretty good team. Playing on its home court, it's hard to win at Toledo. It is hard to win on the road in the MAC. Really hard. And so Michael Lewis's guys last night did a great job getting over on Toledo, 90-83. to Their sixth straight win. Uh, Jerron Coleman, the Cathedral graduate, 26 points last night. Demarius Jacobs, 25 points in 24 minutes. He was perfect from the line and needed to be late in that game. Uh, ben Botts, the finest uh, college basketball assistant coach in the country, period, bar none. Very, very smart guy. They play Akron on Friday at Worthen Arena up in Muncie. I may go to that game. Uh, Pacers, tonight on Bally Sports, they play at Philadelphia. Um you know what? Uh, the 76ers are pretty good. They're 22 and 14. That game's seven o'clock, by the way. They've got they've got a higher level of talent than the the Pacers do. However, the Pacers play together, and and that means something. I want to see this Pacers team beat a team on the road like the 76ers. Maybe tonight they can get it done. Uh, people keep talking about an extension for Miles Turner, which would be. I think irresponsible. Um, I, I Look, you got to decide with the Pacers whether you're happy being where you are at or whether you want something more. If you want something more, you trade Miles Turner. Miles Turner, a pending free agent. You've got until March 1st to sign him to an extension. You can kind of screw around with the numbers a little bit to make that extension uh, at least appear on its face to be a little bit more forgiving from a financial perspective and a, camp, uh, a cap perspective. 
But if the, if the Pacers want to win a championship, Miles Turner is not a starting part of this team. He cannot be your starting five. And you win a champ, an NBA championship. You can't. You have to use the assets that you've got that are not championship assets to go get the potential for championship assets. Kevin Pritchard knows this. I don't believe he's going to extend Miles Turner. You can't trust a player who has done X for years and then comes into a contract year and does X plus. You cannot trust that one year the anomaly to be the rule that winds up defining him. Uh, Jeff and D. Gilbert, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Happy New Year, Ken. Here's to Optimistic 2023. Thank me for being me. I like it. Thank you for the donation. Very, very nice. This is, you know what? It's Optimism Wednesday, right? We'll do that this afternoon. Can't wait to be optimistic. There's not a lot to be optimistic about where it comes to the Colts, but the Pacers, the Pacers are on the precipice of doing some interesting things. If they can trade Miles Turner, and I love Buddy Heald. I loved him last year when he came over from the Kings. He balled out with no reason to ball. He came out every single night and played really, really hard. And that means something. I think Rick Carlisle is having fun with this team, but I think that this team can figure out how to win more games getting back something for Miles Turner than signing him to an extension. Do not, Kevin Pritchard, sign him to an extension. Butler hosts DePaul tonight, 9 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. Look, you got to be able to beat DePaul. DePaul is the doormat of the Big East. Uh, well, Georgetown, also a doormat of the Big East. But you've got to be able to beat those two teams if you're Butler. You, you want to be in the middle tier of the Big East if you're Butler in year one under Thad Mata. Beating DePaul is a key toward that end. Hopefully they get that done at Hinkle tonight. Uh, tomorrow night, an FS1 doubleheader. First, you've got number one ranked for now, Purdue at Ohio State. Ohio State is really pretty damn good. There are a bunch of teams in the Big Ten that can play. Ohio State's one of them. Purdue's one of them. Indiana's one of them. Indiana's going to be at Iowa tomorrow night immediately following the Purdue-Ohio State game. That at 9 o'clock on Fox Sports 1, Indiana needs a win. They got to go on the road and beat a team that lost to Eastern Illinois, right? Must do for Mike Woodson and his Hoosiers. We'll see if they're ready to go after a good long vacation, a lot of time between games. Trace Jackson Davis, hopefully back to 100% health. Tamar Bates is going to be in the starting lineup. Should be a fascinating game. But if you want to be taken seriously in the Big Ten, you can't lose to Iowa. You just can't. Because there are teams you're going to lose to this season. Purdue's really good. Wisconsin's really good. Ohio State's really good. Illinois is going to get better. Michigan's going to be, man, Michigan State, really good last night. Uh, let's celebrate some birthdays. Shall we? Yes, we shall. Uh, Brent Wood, happy birthday. Sherry Borshoff, happy birthday. Paula Bradshaw, happy birthday. Michael Speaker, William Shelter. John Decker, happy birthday. The great Rob Nichols. Happy birthday. I'm thankful to Rob Nichols for a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Ron, Lou Freitas, happy birthday. Gloria Graves, the great Bill Peebles, head football coach at uh, Cathedral. Christy Corwin Howard or Pete Howard, 
One of those two celebrating a birthday today, Pete Howard, of course, the brother of the great Matt Howard, who is an AAU teammate of Ben Bonds, who he talked about as the smartest assistant coach in college basketball a few minutes ago. It all comes back to the Speech Central Stars, baby. Amy Hooser Buckley, happy birthday. And the great commander, Casey, Stacy Mio, celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If not, if it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. This afternoon, Optimism Wednesday. I can't wait to talk to you then. Uh, really hoping that we have good news from Cincinnati today. Let's hope that it's coming.